Good evening, and welcome to Gouda on Gouda. This is episode, Jerome? 36. 36 of our show. And uh, if you're listening on the internet, it must be like nine months in the future, because I'm having a really rough time getting these uploaded. Um, Welcome. I'm here. I'm Bob Gouda. Jerome is here. You know Jerome. And Jay is back. So, uh, how's it going, fellas? Uh, alright. I mean, I can't speak to how it is in the future. I'm sure it's great. Sure it is. Flying cars. Drone's probably got another daughter. Drone-based cheese delivery. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. Nine months, buddy. (laughs) So, we've got some, uh, we've got some returning guests to the show tonight. Cheese guests. In addition to the returning human guests, um, one of them, I, we've only had one of these. No, we, I think we had both. Had both okay. long, long ago. Yeah, we've had one that I remember. Uh, well, why don't you just go ahead and introduce these? Well, the first one and the one that goes clunk when you drop it on the cheese board, yeah, is Piave, uh, which is a hard Italian cheese similar to Parmesan, uh, and the other. Is a fairly brown rinded. Looks almost like you gr- somebody grilled this, which is Artigiano cheese with aged balsamic and Cipolline onions. And I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, this is by the same company that did that Artigiano wine cheese that we had a couple of weeks ago that we thought was kind of meh. And I thought we'd give them another shot here. Okay. Stuff's readily available in the supermarket. It's only 13 bucks a pound. Uh, the Piave is 17 bucks a pound. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been a couple of years on the on these, and I thought I'd see how our perhaps yes, more our, experienced uh, palates are. Our original take of this, uh, at least the Piave, was very positive. I myself, Tell Jay. I myself used. Uh, <laughs> it's as far as your dry Italian cheeses go, it's a winner, and. Um, if, uh, you know, I'd kind of like to find out what we wrote about these. i got to grab the book. Uh, I remember what we wrote about the Parmesan. Don't you want to be surprised me, after Piave, you... But I'll tell you after we've had it. Yeah. I'm going to pause this for one second. I'm going to go grab the book. And we're back. I have the book. You do. Now. There it is. I probably should have. What? That's it. Oh, Artigiano. It had a much nicer label before. It did. We only have the grocery store label on this one. But that's Why don't we taste these before we... Uh... Then we can do like sort of like the yeah. wavy, soft focus, you know, yeah. like we retrospective. Can we can see if the, each of us have less gray hair. The stuff that I make up to say today matches the stuff that I made up to say last time. Do you need to get your calibration <laughs> of making things up? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's do the Artigiano first. Yeah, the Artigiano, the uh, fancy name. Which is cheese with vinegar <clears throat> and onions somewhere. I'm thinking that's what the brownness of the rind is, because the brownness of the rind has a very caramelized onion kind of color to it. That may be it. Um, Otherwise, the cheese looks like your sort of standard, slightly off-white cow's milk cheese. Mm, it, excuse me, favorite. this is cultured cow's milk. So oh. It's uh, learned, so it's been around the world. Talk to it with a snooty accent. Definitely got to get some of the rind on this. Yeah, absolutely. Nope. Nothing in the cheese. Except... No, nope. smells nope. like uh, vinegar. It does, although given and the cheese. Given, I mean, faintly. Given that vinegar is an ingredient, it would be certainly hard, not a hard uh, to strong. Otherwise, vinegar. Oh, down the hatch. I'm hoping this is good. 
I kind of I feel a little bad about their, that wine product they made that we uh, kind of panned a bit a couple weeks ago. I'm hoping this is a bit more distinctive. I mean, it's got vinegar on it. Mm-hmm. It'll at least be noticeable. Hmm. Hmm. Getting crunch. The sweet, oh, yeah. caramelized onion flavor is right up front. Mm-hmm. So that could be the rind. The sweetness goes away. There's kind of a brief sour cheese moment. There's a brief sour cheese moment. Woody? The aftertaste is woody. I could see that. Not like pine either. No. More of a oak barrel. Yeah. And I've spent a lot of time gnawing on oak barrels. Yeah. <laughs> that thing that I just made up about oak barrel taste. That's all right. It's about where I. Uh... It's like talking wine, you know. You start talking about how it's got <clears> legs <throat> and yeah, all that stuff, and that doesn't make any sense. Are the wine people just making it up? I, I think, like any technical trade, you you make it up for a while until there's sort of a standard corpus of things that people have made up and, and agree then eventually upon. you've just made up and you've just said the you've said it enough that it's. Uh, Canon. The well, legend grows legs. You have sort of a group hallucination going on. And just straight on into frantic oblivion. Well, and wine is. I, wine shows no sign of going to frantic oblivion. People are drinking wine as long as there are people are. Yeah, a little bit of a crunch. Yeah. This is pretty interesting. Yeah. I, uh, I actually, I think this is notably better than that wine stuff we've had, and I think this actually brings something somewhat distinctive to the cheese board, if not the table. It's interesting. Yeah, it's tasty. Where you think the flavor is going, it does not go. Right. But there's a sweetness up front. And because it's in the rinds, you know, and it's a small part of the overall surface area of the piece of the cheese that you're eating, it goes away quick. And that... Good description, Woody. Mm -hmm. Like, that is literally what it tastes like. It uh, it's it tastes kind of like a kind of like a smoky wood, like a smoky oak, smoky oak. Well, you got the. I mean, there's it's the vinegar, no, right? But but that's the thing. Like, if I smell it, I can smell vinegar. If I taste it, I don't taste the vinegar, but I feel the vinegar in the sort of like slight bitterness. Well, it's the sourness yeah. is there. That's good though. I it's mean, good. I would. I think this needs to be eaten with something. I want, I'm thinking tomatoes for some like oh yeah, like, baby, yeah the, like the grape tomatoes. The vinegar. Yeah. Tomatoes were on that. sale. You could uh, do a tomato. Oh, there is in fact a tower of containers. Of, mm-hmm. Maybe that's sub- working on my subconscious. They were buy two get three free or something. Just throwing them at you out the way out the like, door. Everybody take some tomatoes, folks. <laughs> the fire marshal asks. <laughs> Strawberries, too. I don't know what's going on with strawberries lately, but they're all the size of apples, and uh, they're incredibly cheap. That's crazy. Yeah. Look at our fridge, man. We got, we're packed up on strawberries. Well, I thought that was for the cake. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what's going to be made to the cake. I made jam last weekend. You want some jam? You think jam would go with this? Is it fancy? It could. Because it'd be preserved. Of course, it's fancy. fancy. I made it. It's preserves. But going back to the, like, the vinegar and onion stuff, I think, yes, uh, tomato would be fantastic. It's not bad on its own. I would like to predict what I said about this cheese previously, and I have not looked at the page. 
I'm going to say that I suggested it should be over a French onion soup because that sounds like the kind of thing that I would say about a cheese that has a vaguely caramelized onion flavor. You could just because stop the I'm sentence. I'm a bit of a hack. You could just stop the sentence with that sounds like things <laughs> I would say about cheese. Yeah. That was my go-to for a long time is just I assumed that every cheese should be put over French onion soup. And I still believe it. <laughs> well, I think I like this. I don't know. It may be that I'm starting to like vinegar more. As I'm getting older, I had a really good, uh, what's it, shrub, the drink, mm. like a vinegar-based drink last weekend. <clears throat> so I'm starting to I'm starting to come around to that, and the, the sort of darker, earthier flavors I'm starting to come around to. Vinegar is one of the, um, one of the flavors in cooking that, um, it's a frontier that I have not yet reached, and I feel like it's, it's a thing that you don't really appreciate in cooking until you're older. Um... I use vinegar maybe if a recipe demands it, but I don't, and there's a lot of fancy vinegars out there. I have a gallon jug of what appears to be industrial vinegar over there (laughs) that I feel tastes the exact same way. It's for wallpaper. We have all kinds of fancy balsamics that I never use. Um, You know, it's interesting you bring that up, like... uh, Maybe two years ago, uh, Nicole and I did one of those um, deliver to your door meal prep yeah. subscription things. Yeah. And in every single Don't meal, name it because they're not a sponsor yet. Correct, correct. That's why I'm trying to be vague. Um, every single meal had uh, some element of vinegar into it. It was I at first a little weird. Trout as well? Yeah. I guess. Maybe but that makes it fancy. Maybe. Is vinegar hip right now? I don't know. They were in these tiny little, like, crazy small bottles, like quarter ounce bottles as the hippest guy in the room what are the hip kids saying about vinegar uh i have no idea because i'm not that but no no maybe you're adjacent you're hip adjacent uh i'm surrounded by uh you know youthful um you know college age exponents of the hip people um and you know I, i i get exposed to phrases i always use them incorrectly yeah um I think that's a requirement as you as you grow into yeah, maturity. Yeah. Is that you're supposed yeah. to sort of hopefully it's like, you know, it's charming and not um, you know, mm. disappointing. That sure. hope is also part of the growing <laughs> But the, I mean there's entire stores that sell just vinegar and like vinegar and oil. Sure. Um I've been to those stores and uh you know, it seems all right. It just seems like there's such a huge market for fancy oils and vinegars and that maybe I'm missing the point. I'll have to consider that. Well, what do you think about this cheese? I think it's a delicious cheese that should be on a French onion soup. <laughs> I think it's good stuff. I like it. I like the fact that it's different. And uh, I suspect I liked it. I like it more now than I did then, which was about two years ago. And certainly for the money, at 13 bucks a pound, this is a worthwhile inclusion on a cheese board. Although I'd pair it with something sweeter so that you get a bit more contrast and can finish up with the aftertaste of your choosing. Quality label too. I do appreciate the label. Yeah. Um, this That's label just this this today's is just a store label, but we uh, we plucked the label from back then. When Bob says he pastes the labels into a notebook, well, he's not lying. I like and a good has label. Been doing so for several years. Elmer's I like paste. a good label. Elmer's paste. I have no layout or um, layout or artistic uh, talent. Well, we do know some people. Yeah. I think um, I think anybody who does layout and design should design 
labels for artisanal cheeses. I think it's a great opportunity. You get the reflective foil. <laughs> you get a good selection of fonts. It's it's very satisfying. So anyway. By old world provenance with new world <clears throat> artisanal provenance. Jerome. This is a cut above infrastructure cheese. Stately. Pair with grapes, tomatoes, mm-hmm. bright tastes. Yeah, very good. You're pretty close. Jeff. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> Bob. Melts oily. So oh, naturally I melted it. Because that's what I do. you got to fill the kitchen with the invigorating smell of vinegar. Good melt. <laughs> Salt reconstitutes insul- as... Sorry, you're right. My handwriting's uh, falling off the off the chain here. Uh, salt reconstitutes as it solidifies, so the salty taste comes back. I sure. think as it solidifies. Simple, munchable, late onion flavor is the best part. French onion soup. Now, Whoa. you know it's interesting. Yeah, the onion flavor was right up front, but back then the onion was late. What is my problem? I I, I suspect that you misparsed the woody sort of vinegary note that it finishes with as being oniony. Jerome gets the point. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm here, Bob. Well, I gotta I find the piave, so feel free to talk up the piave. Well, it makes this noise when you drop it on the table. Sorry about the clipping, folks. Um, what does it sound like when you drop it on... No. no. <laughs> on Jay's head. Oh. Uh, it makes this sound. So it's a hard cheese. Uh, I. It is similar to Parmesan. It has a reddish label. Who's the company that makes this? Agriform, which sounds like a like multinational like terraforming business or something. <laughs> we turn the earth into cheese. <laughs> no reading. Well, I, mean, I, know, what a, I know what it says, but yeah, you do. Because I remember. But let me. But do you remember what the ad, ca- what the label copy said? No. Why don't you read that? Piave is an artisanal cheese, born of the magnificent Dolomite Mountains. Uh-oh. The taste is full-bodied, yet remains mild, never sharp, and maintains a very intense, fruity flavor, characteristic of longer aging. They don't say anything about nuttiness, do they? <laughs> so you're in for some intensity? Some mild. Never sharp. Ever. Never. Not for some mild intensity. Mild intensity. See you again. Getting older. Um, <laughs> that's a tough... Yeah, it's hard to use. I feel like we probably should have cut this before. What do we have for hard cheese cutting? Uh, this, um, that, yeah, that, 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 that vertical cutter situation. that you have to ice pick with. and uh, Need a hammer? Oh, yeah. It's going to take some doing. This is definitely grating cheese. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This, this is, is definitely speak. a gratable. Which, um, what did we use? Oh, it off we, actually, uh, we actually uh, made some, uh, some pasta the other day. Grated up a full two cups of that olive oil uh, sartori. That Asiago. And bravo for a pasta cheese. Like, I didn't make a full-on Alfredo sauce out of it, but man. What did you make with two cups of it that wasn't a full-up Alfredo sauce? Well, That's yeah. sort of like, you know that like pasta zucchini covered in cheese. You know that zucchini you know, noodles and stuff where you spiralize vegetables? Yeah. It sounds like you're doing that with cheese. Yeah, what a fantastic <laughs> idea! Too. Just cut out the cut out the gluten altogether. Just have cheese noodles. Hey, if macaroni and cheese is a thing, why does it need the macaroni? Uh, just uh, cheese and cheese. Jay, grab a shard of uh, piave. Try not to cut yourself. 
Dude, yeah, this, this is stuff, this stuff cuts up. It's like a tough gem. What did the smells? Fairly unusual to me. Wow. Piave. Mm-hmm. It does smell never sharp. It's correct. It's not sharp. Yeah, then ever. I'm still trying to figure out how you can be full-bodied yet mild, intense but mild. <laughs> this is again why I don't work in marketing departments. It's an effing walking paradox. No, it's not. It's just sitting there. Hmm. I suspect this is I, fairly fairly dry and aged. I go with um, I go exactly with exactly what we said last time. I don't know. We've and I some, remember it well. We've had some good Parmesan since we had this first time. <laughs> I still think this... This has a quality to it that... It's not a Parmesan. Um, is it? It's not technically no. a Parmesan. I don't know what makes oh. technically a Parmesan. I think we just said that because it's a hard Italian cheese. The lack of sharpness, which is... It is not sharp. Dead on. It is not sharp. And it's not as salty as a Parmesan. It's not as salty right as away. a Parmesan. Is it, it breaks down quick. Wow. It just dis- disappears. It is, in the words of Jerome and I three, how many years ago, God's own Parmesan. I'm a huge fan of Piave. I remain such. Well, you're going to need to describe why you're a huge fan of it. Because... Somebody else talk while I think of something to say. Is it because um, is it because it tastes and feels good? Because it tastes like butter expressed as a hard, dry cheese. That's what it reminds me of. Because it's it's got a soft flavor to it. It does. It does. And so it's but grateable it is, butter. It's grateable butter that acts like cheese. I'm sorry about this noise. This cheese requires. A I also amount. did not click the noise gate. Button, so you're getting all of that clanking. This cheese does require a vigorous hand on the knife. Oh yeah, yeah. It uh, it's a bit to get through. You know, I might think a little less of this now than I did then. Really? You know what it is? Remember that cello pack that I got? It was just like a yeah. pre-made cheese board that had a parmesan on it. Mm-hmm. It was, good it was supposedly like copper kettle aged parmesan. The agent in copper kettle. That was or whatever. Oh, copper you can say whatever you made. want when you're selling. Yeah, cheese. whatever it was, the copper something. Anyway, that I liked a lot, and I think it was I liked that a lot because of the saltiness. Now, admittedly, Parmesan is made with like sea salt, like just salt water. Yeah, all over it. It may also be that this one's been in the. This one might have been aged a bit longer than what we had because I remember this as being a little less. Sorry, label sharp. There's a little bit of sharpness to this that I. I remember as being sort of softer. It has a creaminess to it that its consistency does not match with. Like, something this dry and hard should not taste as creamy as it does. And I think that's an accomplishment. It's like non-Newtonian, right? Yeah, it makes no sense. It's like a house that's bigger on the inside than its exterior dimensions. It's some House of Leaves shit. Like, and... And I appreciate that in cheese. I'm going to go see what Cheese Louise thinks. Talk amongst yourselves. Are you getting that, like... It mentioned something about, like, a fruitiness to it, right? Uh, intense and fruity flavor. But mild. But mild. <laughs> sure, it, it is mild. I, don't, I can't place what the fruit is, though. I can definitely taste some sort of a fruit, but it's, uh... Like a fairly... Like a, not like a sweet fruit. 
See, I'm getting a sweet fruit, like mm. like, like something mangoey. It may be that the the that? vinegar from the previous one has just altered my taste buds. Maybe. Uh, mango, really? I don't know. I'm not saying it is a mango. Something that sweet. But I'm I'm thinking like it's it, it's almost like a like a tropically kind of. No, it's you know, definitely a shred cheese. Hmm. I'm not getting like a grape or an apple or a strawberry. I'm it's not fruity. I don't know what that label. No, I got about. I got a fruity. He's talking, fruity. He's talking about mangoes. You get? I'm feeling like something kind of like tropical fruity in there. Get out a strawberry. Let's eat it with a strawberry. No, you know, that was a rind. Right? I ate the rind. Um, that was a mistake. Yeah, that 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 is not a edible rind. That's <laughs> just some. James, proving you otherwise. That's just some cheesecloth. <laughs> well, that's milk. That's uh. Oh well, kind of fused down. I'm gonna have to deal with that. Um, slightly acidic note. Cheese Louise was waiting for a sharpness train that never came. Yeah, because it's never sharp. Never because sharp. Because it does not get sharp. Right. The consistency, the mouthfeel, everything says sharp train a coming. But it never arrives, and you're just left with the... That's because all you people waiting at Cheddar Station are always looking for sharpness. Nothing wrong with cheddar. Nothing wrong with cheddar. I like that cheddar. So, grate this up and put it on your Italian food. Put it on anything that you would grate Parmesan on. Make garlic bread with it. Oh, I bet myself within three seconds you're going to say French onion soup again. No. Italian onion soup? No. Because I don't think this melts oily. Mm. And I like my uh, French onion soup to melt oily. Now, I would absolutely grate this over some Italian wedding soup or some pasta fagioli. Um, What's he talking about? Beans and greens. Mm, okay. Grate it over that. The, you know, it's a beans and macaroni. Spinach and beans. Um, this would be a great... Uh, like I said, any place where I would use Parmesan, I would rather use this. You don't think that the uh, less saltiness would let it down on some dishes? I mean, pasta and their Parmesan in some ways is sort of like grating salt onto your yeah. onto your dish. Well, it's the seasoning, right? See, for me though, I use too much salt when I when I cook anyway because I just like saltiness. So I think that you know this the more cheese you add, that yeah, it, exactly. It would it would be a net loss of saltiness for me, mm-hmm. so I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, I, I'd be interested to see what type of what type of dry Italian cheese this would technically be considered. But, um... It's Piave. It's Piave. And that is, according to the label, Piave a protected da. designation of origin. What's oh. DOP stand for? What's what? The DOP underneath it. Uh, denomination, denominazione di origine protetta. Oh, so protected. Protected yeah. designation of origin. So nice. Piave is not another type of cheese. It um, is a Garibus. Piave. Yeah. It is not a Parmesan. It, it is, is a Piave. Atomic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know how much I loved it before, but I, I think it's great cheese. Um, I see the word on labels... You know, when I go look at cheese, and I think fondly of it. Um, You think fondly of it? (laughs) I do. I absolutely do. Two good cheeses. uh, Piave wins. Um, Artigiano. I like Artigiano more now. I have no complaints about that Artigiano. But it is less of a snacking cheese. And that's fine. Yeah, that needs something else with it. Yeah. Um... 
Man, I have not looked through this book in a while. Yeah, well, we're going to, you know, as we yeah, do I'll keep more this of these podcasts, I, yeah. I got to kind of go back to stuff that we've had before, just on the grounds that, you know, it's what's yeah, available. there are a few. Unless you want me to get into the heavy end of the Stiltons. Uh, why? Why? <laughs> that's Education, watching you squirm. That's a, that was really good. That Smoky Blue was excellent. Like, let's, let's have to try that out on my dad. Oh, continue smoke. dipping I our phone. that Smoky Blue. Yeah. Did you use it for anything? No, no I just ate it. Like, you I just put it on crackers and ate it, and it was delicious, and I wanted to build a small house out of it, just so I could eat my house. No, it was delicious. <laughs> I, I, if you ever find another Smoked Blue... I am uh, go back behind the high school, and yeah. that is my that is my entry point into blue cheese. Darn, gotta smoke it, gotta smoke it. Smoking. I wonder if you smoked piave, what that would be like. Oh, a, that would uh, be so dry and flinty. As that would be a terrible idea. Hmm. You need to do it for a long time because it's not it's not like it's all that permeable. I mean, True. you were ice picking with two hands on that knife. <laughs> it's not like gently wafting some smoke past it. It's going to really change its chemical composition. What other moisture can we, uh, can we wick away? Yeah, exactly. Before it's just powdered. Just, you just, mm. just come powdered. Exactly. Then you snort rails of piave. <laughs> As the Italian, in the Italian manner. <laughs> Which is it's like Scarface of cheese. Um... All right. Well, that's been episode 36 Six. of Gouda on Gouda. And, uh, you know, maybe that'll be a thing that we try in the next few weeks is uh, just some old favorites that uh, we didn't record anything on because it predated getting this fancy microphone. Um, so we'll see. Um, one way or another, regardless of what the cheese is, we'll be back next week. And until then, we wish you all... what. We'll be bringing it. The joy of the cheese.